0: Hey Beck, welcome
1: to hey. How are you going? Hi Han, I'm good. Can I say before we even start off with anything, I have had my first glass of wine in like what? a year a year and a <gasps> half. A year and a half oh, and I had a glass of wine. How did how did that first
0: oh. sip feel? I mean, I don't know if it was Did it rude. go down like, like an it, elixir? Did it, it just really, go down into your chest?
1: It really did. And I don't know if it was good wine or what, but it was the best thing <laughs> ever. Um I'm like in a really good place right now. So <laughs> I just I just Absin- had to
0: get that out. <laughs> oh I'm I, I'm very happy for you. Absence makes the wine taste better, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. <laughs> It does, uh, it does. That is, that is very exciting. Um, and and what led to this shocking turn of events? So shocking. You just needed to know.
1: <laughs> well, it is our fifth anniversary and it deserves oh, some wine. And I was like, it's been oh, so nice. long. The baby's asleep and, yeah, Hell I needed yeah. it. Hell I needed yeah. a wine. Nice. In isol- we're in isolation.
0: <laughs> deserve you deserve at least a glass of wine, and it's it's good for you, you know, Um bit of antioxidants there with a nice red. And, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I, calm, happy mum is, is a good mum.
1: Right. We said cheese, or shall I, shall I say l'chaim? To, to uh-huh.
0: Aha. <laughs> <laughs> good, good segue. Good segue. L'chaim, l'chaim. to life. To life. So I guess uh, we want to talk about it. We want to talk about it. Look. We want to talk about orthodox the show. I mean, unorthodox. Where do we yes. even start? I <laughs> know it's called unorthodox. Yes, it's called unorthodox, or it orthodox? is. Called un- it's called unorthodox. Oh, sorry, my bad. Uh, Beck recommended this. We are still in isolation. I binge watched the whole thing yesterday. I was right, like, yeah, Beck, I'll just watch one episode. And she's like, you won't stop. I'm like, yeah, yeah. So no. no, I just watch one just. to get <laughs> Some, do some research so we could talk about it on the podcast because if you notice in our trailer we talk about being in part of organized religion mm-hmm. uh, and we weren't we weren't making this stuff up we were in let's say beck and i went to the most religious most orthodox school in new south wales yeah. part of the Lubavitch community we we were part of it um Absolutely. the the religion portrayed not the, the religion, the sect of the religion that was portrayed in the, in the series on Netflix called Unorthodox, Unorthodox. was I'm, I'm, I'm thinking they were Haredi, uh, which is a sect uh, of of, of, of um, religious Jews that live in, they were in New called, York. In a they were called
1: the Satma Jews. So basically these Jews. Okay, were, thank you for the
0: clarification, Beck. I'm glad someone's done their research. It's, it's only because I just watched the making of. So
1: Um, They were called the Satma Jews and they were from Hungary originally and they were mostly Holocaust survivors. So Uh it helped me understand a little bit of what I was watching, but if anyone, and I think a lot of people have watched it, I think people are just curious because they've seen the guys in the black hats and the long, you know, uh, payers. Payers, So they're probably watching this going, wow, okay, but oh, yeah. um, it's another know, world and I'm glad you clarified
0: that particular Satmar Jews because there were a couple of ideal I, ideologies that they expressed about how they're repopulating post like they're repopulating the Jewish the six million lost and yes. that yes. didn't exactly fit into what we were taught in the school or in our community it was you know um children are fruitful and there shouldn't be many you know like you should yes. have as many as possible it wasn't it wasn't you're repopulating the yeah, situation. Yeah, I didn't. It wasn't Holocaust focused, I guess. No, it wasn't.
1: And like, it's strange because, I don't know, it brought so many emotions oh up.
0: Beck, Beck you, you mm-hmm. went, okay, so Beck and I got 18 hours apart. Beck's, Beck's like, you won't stop after the first episode. And literally, I sat down just to watch the first episode, full body chills, Yeah, crying, the
1: works. And because I was like, I just feel- voice noting and texting.
0: I don't think we realized, like
1: I, I didn't think we realized how affected, or or, I don't know. It was like watching it from an outsider's perspective, but we'd been through it, and I didn't realize how it affected us and how it, it can, you know, it mm. just seemed normal growing up in that.
0: Mm. Oh, it's very surreal. Definitely, I agree with you. It brought up, it stirred up all these emotions and memories because for mm. some of our. F- most formative years we went to the same school in that community for the for 12 years of our life and yeah. those are formative years where your your whole uh makeup as a person is is created and influenced and we were in that world yeah. while our parents were not religious were at men. all no not they were traditional so we we were in a very unique situation where we were we were we were going to this particular school And we were exposed in this particular community, but there were people of various, uh, you would call it, religious um, levels. So, like you've got the really extreme ones, fundamental, with like people who didn't have a TV in their house or couldn't listen to music. Yeah. To kind of like to kind of like people bringing non-kosher salami into school, where Beck's parents and I. Uh, and our families were more traditional where we either lit candles on a Friday and had dinner, celebrated the high holidays together with family, but we weren't, it's not like we, we weren't wearing all the right, you know, the dress code. We, we drove, our parents drove us to activities on a Saturday and we did stuff and we could eat outside of the house. You know, you did, we didn't eat um, anything ham or pig related, but you know. But I think that made it harder for us
1: because we felt like we were doing something wrong um, yeah, definitely.
0: Yes. Um I can definitely so, relate to that. I was afraid to wear pants down down the street if someone would see me from school. Yeah, you'd feel ashamed like you you wouldn't do it.
1: Yeah. And what I about remember, you? Oh, I mean, I remember, you know, I had dance school dance lessons on sa- Saturdays. I had singing lessons on Saturdays, and we would always have to drive past synagogue and I would duck so low in the car while we went past because I felt so wrong and my mum would think I was being absolutely ridiculous. It was insane. I mean I I remember us just watching that there's a there's a image of there's a sorry, there's a clip of unorthodox where she gets in the water and she's fully clothed. And I remember us having to dress we had to swim in our clothes in public.
0: Hello, it, do you remember
1: J- Jamboree, Jamboree? No, Jamboree. Jamboree, Jamboree Recreation yeah. Park. I swam yeah. in my clothes. We had to. And these are things like I didn't realise how it kind of scar. It was scarring,
0: I think, in I Yeah, it's totally scarring. It's it, like that and, that. and when you talked about ducking in the car, it's so, like, rang true because there's that, it's that first scene when she's escaping then she goes into a car to get to the airport and she's like, dying if anyone sees her because it, it's mm-hmm. it's like complete complete uh blasphemy or just yeah just rebellion well, to do such a thing you, you, yeah but made, you should be going up in a pool of flames things. yeah yeah it's the whole
1: thing is like you're feeling guilty for not doing what is supposed to be done or you know that's why they mm. keep everything very insular mm. because they don't want you to see the world in a sense, you know, they want you to be in their world, but there's yeah, so much more to yeah. the world.
0: Yeah. We played netball in long skirts against other schools who were wearing like the traditional little, like, you know, like a short tennis skirt. That's what yeah. you normally play in because you need to move around. And we, we would play against other school girls in long, long skirts. Yeah, we and I remember, I remember one of the kids from the other school going, how are you playing in that and I'm like I don't know well even right I mean remember when
1: people would ask what school you went to I would be so I didn't oh, know we what to say that. yeah oh, and they, they looked at us they gave us the weirdest look like oh really how is it oh or, god
0: I'll never you forget know? there was this dance party under 18 dance party and I was dancing with this cute boy at the time and he's like what school do you go to I'm like what like i pretending I don't hear because of the music yeah like, what yeah <laughs> like what school I'm like what <laughs> And I, I, had, I, had, I said it so many times, it was, like, starting to get embarrassing. Like, I completely heard him and I told him and he was like, oh. And, like, this look on their faces that would emerge when you say that, it would it'd be like, you're a freak.
1: And, okay, so anyone that's watched it or hasn't watched it, it's basically about this young girl that's, um, you know, she's grown up in this community, in this super orthodox community in Williamsburg and she is, you know, she's very unhappy. She's trying to, she eventually just wants freedom. She's, she wants to see something else. She wants to, she's, you know, trying to escape. And it can, it got yeah. scary at times as well. You know, there was manipulation tactics. There were people after her trying to bring her and back. And that's a real like,
0: thing. That's a real it thing. It is a real thing. That is a real thing. There's a lot of pressure from her community. Yeah. She's under a lot of
1: pressure. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt like. They really, really like what we saw was so real to how it is. And I hate to say that, I don't you know, but it it was very real the way it was depicted. Absolutely. Um, it was extremely
0: think? authentic I found it really authentic down to the even to the the decorations and the oh, candles the and the decorations over the in the houses, even. yeah, the ha- everything they it's put it down to the absolute detail. That is exactly I. I even the way she, even the way her shatel Um, sorry, mm. we're going to drop in some Yiddish words here and there because we've got full familiar familiar. Uh, this is all familiar territory for us, so we're going to drop in and show off our Yiddish a little bit here. But um, her shape which is, is the wig that the way they, women who are married wear after they uh, get married was exactly how so many of the women in the community we grew up with, their wigs. And even to what she was dressed up in, like that, that style of skirt with this, the, the skivvy is worn under the shirt yep. because the skivvy is too tight lest they see her, you know, the outline of her shape. So the, the skivvy is like extra modesty over, under the shirt and the shirt yes. protects, the, you know, e- that that outline and, and um, very, very, like very spot on details. Like we, we went to school with the spot girls who looked exactly mm-hmm. like that. We went to houses
1: like that. We went to houses, we went to we houses. Spent like that. We yes. spent like the Sabbath, is that, you know, we spent weekends in houses like that. Mm.
0: Yes, and there's a right. lot of rules and restrictions, constant, like, prayers on everything from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep it's all um prayers and and uh there's so many restrictions like um the the sabbath and the opening scene even um I think we could we could probably do a probably go into a little bit of a a segment about explaining some of this stuff because um there's so many things that, because I was watching the first episode with Nick and you might have been watching it with Howie. And oh, films. yeah. Like, Nick was like, what's an A roof? Like right. there's so many things that like <laughs> they're just like, "What? what is that? And we can explain that and we're going to break it down.
1: Yeah. No, it was, that's what, I, it was really interesting because, yeah, to watch it with, with you know, my husband who is, you know, not that. Um, I mean, the, I mean <sighs> in the, the opening scene, Howie was like, when is the, where, where and when was this set in? And I'm like, this is set in now. Uh-huh, and he was like, uh-huh. what? <laughs> I was like, yes, this is now. And
0: yeah, they, it's you know, so yeah,
1: but it does not look like now, but they mm. try to keep it like it was for how many Oh, yes, it's tradition. It's all like about
0: keeping the ways and the traditions alive, isn't mm-hmm. it? Oh, yeah big time but to the to the fundamental to to the fundamental level though to the to probably the extreme where oh it's just so well made how they like even really well how the, the, the whole wedding the whole wedding scene like they literally and that is is kind of how it's done I know there's some communities now that are more progressive but really you probably only get to meet the person you were going to marry you it was an arranged marriage you met them a couple times you spoke with them everyone was around you there was it. Either your whole family was waiting in the other room, or you'd you'd have to have a chaperone on the dates that you went on. You weren't allowed to go on a date by yourself with a, yep. with a with a boy as a, um, if you were. In, and you could only date if you were interested in being married. So the the only reason they met was because to get married. She, she needed to be. Yeah, she was getting married off. Um, we went to school with a girl. I remember. Uh, I could tell you the name off back, but I remember the girl that got married when she was seventeen, and she needed permission for, she needed permission like yeah because she not was just like from underage her, Not just from she yeah she was underage she needed permission not just to get married but to attend her own wedding because there's alcohol oh, this and is stuff crazy it's, <laughs> yeah. No I remember I remember it's it it
1: brought so much up It did I think you said you were in tears I oh yeah it continuously so just because you just felt for this girl and you knew oh. what that life was and you, and we also, you know what, I wonder if the people still living that way are happy and, you okay. know. What, they
0: don't, what, I'm thinking that they don't know any other way. Um, yeah. And obviously what brought it out a lot for this poor girl was the fact that she realised she just, all she was there to do was to make, children yes, and it's a man-made I mean all religions are man-made in my opinion but um these kind of these kinds of little sects that are shoot off from main religions are are fully man-made and and all these laws are written by men who it's all about keeping as much as as much as the religion says you know you know it's you know um what do you call a woman of valour Mm -hmm. it's 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 written in a way to keep the woman as subservient and I mean we're getting a little bit heavier but you know she was just a baby making machine and they had no physical contact before their wedding night and they have no idea what to do but you know that woman who gives her tips she's that's real I've heard I heard about those things happening yeah I didn't know I wasn't sure about that but no that's real I've heard there's I can't remember what their name was but there would be these people that kind of coach you, teach you what what you're supposed to do, what married people are supposed to do. And it's insane. But like, remember that whole rumor going around when we were growing up that they did it through a sheet and all that? Yes, exactly. I I think we can break that myth. That doesn't happen. Yeah,
1: I was actually waiting to see if that was true because yeah, a lot of the, we grew up in that world, but we didn't know about that kind of stuff because we were young and like, they wouldn't, you know, talk about it. To us We had like,
0: a te- we had a teacher who had a yeah. shaved head. We had a teacher who had a shaved head. I don't know if you remember her. Um, I'll tell oh, you her name. No, I'll remind I'll I'll you of her. her. She she was a large woman with glasses. Oh yeah, lovely yeah, lady. Yeah, yeah she had a sha- she was from that community. Had a shaved head, and it wasn't very similar to this show. It wasn't. It's not uh, unheard of from a girl to be plucked from a family in another country. And brought to be oh, married no, to a man in an, in a different country than her own, mm-hmm. away from her family. So you can imagine the kind of pressure. And, and Orthodox goes through the fact that her mother was one of those types of people. And we you know several people who were plucked from religious communities around the world and made to live in Australia with some guy they only met a couple of times. Because their family deemed it okay. Like, we know what's best for you this family we approve of, and you're going to marry this guy,
1: All right. Yeah, and I guess like you said, like how would they know any Why any different because they're kept in this community and they don't get to speak to people outside their religion. They don't get to see anything outside their religion. They don't get taught anything outside their religion.
0: That's right. So That's why don't I think, know any I better. think it's so true and probably the religious people that we went to school with, they, their eyes were pro- – we probably educated them a little bit because we had TVs and music and we'd listen to like the Backstreet Boys and Michael Jackson and like right. talk about TV shows and they were probably like, what's that? And like, yeah, they Yeah, they, they couldn't listen to music that was, you know, secular no, you music. Could, right. Yeah, you could only listen to religious music, not secular. Or even when we did – school productions Beck remember it was like very like it was like it was like um it's super supremely inappropriate and immodest to have us performing to a dance track because we did do dance we had a production oh, yeah, where only women attend there's no it. men your dad and yeah. brothers couldn't attend the show no. only women only the females in your family could attend the show because it's totally inappropriate for men to watch you dance, sing, or perform or have or any anything. kind of yeah it's completely immodest. Um, and yeah, it was um, it was it was very inappropriate for the music to be secular. So I remember our, the the choreographer would she kicked a bit of a cl- classical piece that was turned into a bit of a techno vibe. Um, mm-hmm. That's what we our, our dance to. Uh, it's so many examples. Like we could go. I mean, really, we could go on and on. Like go there's on so on. many. There's
1: a scene where she she's in Berlin and she finally has different kinds of friends and you know the the Israeli girl Yael she really broke it down harsh reality for this for this girl and crushed her soul but i so glad you brought that it's like up. Yeah. that was like the Israeli. it's kind of like the Israeli mentality a little bit and I remember you wanted to talk about that yeah um, I'm really
0: glad you brought it up because it, it, I think from what I see of the show or the way they've done it She's very strategically placed. That girl, Yaël, I think yep. the character's name is. She's completely polar opposite.
1: Very blind. as a Jew.
0: Yeah. No, but just even as a Jew. Oh, as a, yeah, completely, completely as in like she's she, she knows she's in the presence of another Jew, as an Orthodox Jew, but she's placed there so strategically as this progressive, modern Israeli, secular, completely secular character who has mm. so much disdain for the the her her fellow I guess Jew who's completely you know in that bubble and she says something very profound like oh, oh it could be really harsh and like she, I don't know she if a real person a would say well. that something like oh we don't we are too busy defending the present to be sentimental about the past not to say that we don't oh, we should yeah, remember true. the Holocaust we absolutely should but it, it's it's very it's very on purpose that she said that because you know. Modern Israelis are, are are sort of secular and fighting, and the religious Jews get an exemption from fighting. They believe that mm-hmm. their work is sitting and prayer, praying. Um, so there is a lot of contention there, and I'm glad they demonstrated that in, yeah. in, the, in the show because that really true. came like, out. Like it's almost like she didn't. It's almost like she was. And the Israeli Israeli women are notoriously prickly. On the outside and very soft on the inside, and she was definitely, definitely like portrayed as that character. Like she tore her to shreds every oh, time, yeah. but she was trying to be she her was own like, fluid, cruel. Like yeah, like, yeah, she, own, was, she was trying, trying to be cruel like. to be kind. Yeah. Did you, did you relate a lot to how you know how it took her on this journey of all these new things she was trying? Did you feel all like emotional and stirred up from when she went through all those new when she went through all those new experiences? Like, like you know eating like ham trying on the first pans time
1: and or eating or ham. Yeah, like oh. even i felt like i felt bad my family ate well they never they didn't eat ham or pork or anything but my my family ate like non kosher and they ate out and they ate seafood and stuff and me i wouldn't do it because of the way yeah. that i was you know brought up at the school like the school had mm-hmm. more power than my family when i look back at Correct. it and i thought, what yeah. what anyways And then, yeah, yeah, so watching that was like, whoa. And even the first time I tried like seafood and, you know, I felt strange and bad for liking it. I Um, I was like, this is really good (laughs) shit. (laughs) yeah but you know what if anything it was wasn't to the extreme of her because you know we grew up our families weren't like that and it did make me like going to that school that we did made me want to see the world and explore the world more because I hadn't and meet people of different you know everything of different religions of races of Mm -hmm. butchers and any everyone because I hadn't Experience that growing up. And that's what I wanted to do. And I really did that. I, you know, went, traveled, everything. I wanted to see more. That's what it made me do.
0: <laughs> Interesting perspective. I like how, and it's funny because all people are different. For me, I had one of those red curtain moments. I call them red curtain moments when you realize everything you've been told or the way you perceive things is completely false. And the red curtains come down and you see everything like you see the truth or the real, the real show, you know, I always call it that moment. And what it did for me was make me realize, Oh my God, these people are wearing black hats and coats and beards. And they say all these things, but they're just like regular. They're just like you. And they're just like ordinary people. They're not holier. They just, they're just people like everyone else who have, you know, desires, which can be considered, you know immoral or wrong they do deeds that are wrong they bitch about people just like everyone else right. they commit crimes religion it, doesn't it, it broke down broken. It, yeah it broke it, it made me rebel against the whole system I was like yes. no way and I, mar- I married a Muslim and I was like that's the ultimate rebellion right yes yeah. <laughs>
1: well, what that was seen to be but it's yeah. it is true it's like a relig- being religious or, or of a religion doesn't make you a holier or better person.
0: You're just wearing the garb. You're just wearing the garb and, that, and doing. And the that thing. was
1: shown. And that was shown with the with the main characters. Was it his cousin? Yeah, Moishi.
0: Oh, How many Moishis did we know? So Moshi. many Moishis. Oh Come on. Lord, and most of I the think? guys. Most of yeah. the guys are like Moishi, and they're not like Yankee.
1: No, not at all. Which what's the I like
0: Moishi. They are. They are. So, they will, they're, they, they're more
1: worldly they, than they would they let you. they better than. They think that they're better than you, but they're doing like pretty the
0: wrong thing. Wrong oh my deeds. god! Hello, <laughs> Is it, well, the, the voice that I sent you—the epitome of it all—making mm-hmm. a blessing on a banana while you've broken into someone's house
1: With does not make it. ultimate
0: <laughs> <A job laughs> hypocrisy. Um, right? Uh-huh. Yeah absolutely and making a blessing on the food that you've been given by god while you've committed a crime is this is like the ultimate right. but you know, in history yeah, his, like it wasn't, committing a, it wasn't committing a crime it was right. my yes.
1: religion so they it's were true, doing the it faith yeah. yeah
0: yeah
1: you're right yeah um just wow i just i'm so, <sighs> so glad much glad wow. that, that we watched that i'm so glad i saw that and would here's a question if you could you know do things differently in terms of how you grew up where you grew up where you went to school would you
0: no I don't regret I can't regret it because it's all that I knew and I actually wanted to stay there there was times when my mom was oh, wanting yeah. to pull me out same I wanted to did. stay my mom
1: did and I cried but that was also because I was so used to that and I'm I was way too late by then it. she should
0: have done it I regret she didn't do it When the other people did it, when they went to high school, yeah, yeah. But once I started high school, it was too late.
1: It's way too late. I agree because even Nick and I I were on the
0: fringe. Like we had a lot of friends who went to other schools that were more secular. So we we were in the world. We were in. We almost were in two worlds at the same time, which is why I don't regret it because I got. I got got so much perspective. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So you said that, um, you know, Nick watched watched it as well as how we did um
0: and yeah I think like, we can shed some light on some stuff like like there might be questions you might be asking like the foil why? all over the, kitchen? Did you have foil in the kitchen, <laughs> kitchen that time in that scene when she ran into the kitchen during um it was, Passover. A meal? Mm-hmm. it was Passover so they have to cover they have to cover every everything because um there's like you are not okay so long story short you're not allowed to eat leavened leavened bread you can only eat unleavened bread and anything leavened like um bread pastries spaghetti pasta all that stuff it's called chametz. it's um it's basically not allowed to be eaten during the seven or eight days of passover so they cover they first of all they do a massive clean they cover everything that they normally use now they were clearly not super super wealthy i went to um the one you know um one of the people in the community's house for Passover once, and they had a, a they had two kitchens, one kitchen for place Passover and one kitchen for the regular days. Can you imagine, babe? Mm-hmm. Just a, <laughs> one, a separate kitchen one for kitchen. Passover. So yep. Yeah. they would. So always, basically, the foil was there to make sure that whatever like they've missed, it's all like, it. it's, it's all like it's all kosher. It's like kosher for Passover. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, and then other I mean, people wow. might be wondering, like, what the hell is with this A rule? Like, you know, the, the hanging the hanging wire across in the power line when the scene opening scene, and like how you can't how the women were like all stuck in the in the friggin um in the what do you call it in the entryway, and she couldn't yeah. take her bag because yeah. like basically, uh, so ridiculous. And this is why religion is ridiculous because they will create loopholes to suit them. This, this is another really thing that makes sense. Yeah. So on the, on the Sabbath, you're not allowed to carry anything because it's like doing work. You're not allowed to do any work. That's cons- any, any, you're not allowed to, and the main thing is, and I probably, I mean, I'm pretty sure I might get this not exactly right, but it's a certain it's a certain cubic measurement that you're allowed to carry, right? So, like, you have to go to synagogue. Maybe you need a prayer book or you have to take your kids and your whole family to your mother's house for lunch. So you're going to need to push that pram. But doing that means um, you're you're gonna you're gonna break the Sabbath. So they've created an roof which is called a boundary. It's, 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 translation is it's a boundary around the whole community or the suburbs that they live in, and so that they can carry what's convenient to them on the Sabbath. Which is why you know you can't turn on lights, you can't boil water, you can't turn on electricity. So they've got urns running in their houses. They've got timers for the lights. So they've done all these things and loopholes to make it really convenient them for to them for to live their lives on the Sabbath, and that's just another example why you know I mean I'm like a bit and anti- <laughs> just you know, right. maybe I might I might sound like it, but I'm just telling you like the real deal. They do have urns and they do have timers for the lights. That's yeah. not a joke.
1: No, um, the no, other no. thing
0: that maybe people would question was why did they put this big white cloth on her head when she got married? You might. Anyone caught that? Yeah, Yeah, you caught that. It's like, why did he cover her face up? Um, No, it's not some kind of like horrible female, like, you know, torture thing. It's like (laughs) um, there's that old story in the Bible. People might not remember it. But when Jacob tried to marry Rachel, um, Rachel and Leah's father tricked him and gave him his crying, ugly daughter, Leah because he covered her with the veil um and and he and he he had to wait many years and then he got to marry Rachel so he had both sisters as wives which is kind of crazy and then so they do this they do that covering of the of the face with the veil to remember you know that story of Jacob marrying marrying Leah basically in a nutshell in a nutshell um, the payers, the payers. Um, yeah, how he So those curly- Oh Jeez. yeah, what did Howie say about the payers? He just was like, "What, like?" I not like, why did he? Curious? Why was it such a big deal when he
1: called them? Or, well, no, no. Like he just didn't get it. Like he didn't understand it. And he I also. Didn't that was, why
0: they had the curly things?
1: No, I actually, I actually forget yeah, why they have I those curly. So I, I did, and even he was just like, "What's?" He's like, "What's Yankee short for?" And I was like, Yankee? Yeah, I was like (laughs) Yankel, like. um,
0: It's a it's a Yiddish name. Yeah, yeah, it's just and Yiddish is wonderful. Like, oh my god, it just took me back. And like, honestly, it did stir. While I sound very anti, it did stir up some really nice, like, wonderful emotions of like my grandmother and my grandmother spoke Yiddish. And it's true, everyone suffered in the Holocaust and stuff. But you just have to keep it real. Like there is a lot of wonderful tradition and sentimentality that goes along with it, but you don't have to be extreme about it. You know exactly. what I mean? I feel like it's and it, it I feel I feel like, like
1: that's all, Yeah. We all get we all go back to the extreme and the non balanced of, of things. Didn't your grandma
0: didn't Mrs. Jager speak a bit of Yiddish? Oh
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like she grew up well, she, we went back to her. Didn't town. she understand a little bit of
0: Yiddish? Yeah, she spoke Yiddish, like, at home. Yeah, she spoke Yiddish, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. they all All of all, all the all... Jews who came from Eastern Europe spoke Yiddish. My grandmother as well. And there's yeah. so many phrases I relate uh, to when they kept, they kept saying ikfesnesh, and I was like, oh, my God, my, my, my Even my mum still says ikfesnesh. Basically, ikfesnesh is like, I have no idea.
1: My grandma was the complete opposite, though. She didn't want to hear anything about religion after the Holocaust.
0: Oh, my God, you raised such a good point,
1: such a good point. So she was so, I mean, her story is horrible. I won't get into it because it's tragic and awful. And what she Mm -hmm. went through, she didn't want to talk about it ever. And Mm -hmm. to be honest, she, my grandma and grandpa ate ham all the time. They had a ham in the fridge, like, all the time. They ate everything. (laughs) (laughs) You raised such a good point about about
0: because. It's so true. It's so I'm glad you raised it. It's so true because um you either went two ways, right? You either yeah. went down the path of this is pathetic. We should not we should com- we should not do this, like we shouldn't ha we should why are we holding on to these religious acts and being so extreme uh-huh. when we got persecuted and killed for it. And then the others yeah. went the opposite way of, yeah, we have to keep this like yeah. ex- protected and alive keep because we need and to, yeah. And, yeah. But to be fair, like my mom also said, like my mom told me stories about um, her grandmother and grandfather in, in Eastern Europe during the war. And it's like, she's like, where they, cause if you try, if you trace back my mom, my mum said that all her grandparents and great-grandparents were all really religious Jews, like with those yeah. black hats and the same. furry hats and the coat. Yep. And yeah. where they sat praying in their houses is where they died, where they got shot. Like it, it didn't save them, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So true. So your mum watched, yeah. um, no, watched it? No, she said she's got it on she the radar. She, wow. She's about to watch it. She's got it on the radar. But I, I reached out to my sister who also went to the same school and I said, oh, my God, Vicky, did you watch Orthodox? Yes. I was shocked. I was, shook to the, I was shook to the core by her answer. I still can't get over it. We're still in um a WhatsApp kind of hysteria oh, yeah. argument trying over trying to it. hear what she, she, she thought. Said a, she said her husband had it on and she saw it out of the corner of her eye and said she didn't really relate to it. And I was just shook to my absolute core. That's interesting.
1: How, I mean, there was someone in her grade that was married off at like 17.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay she said she didn't relate I was like shocked was, like, what do you mean okay. you didn't relate I guess because you know what everyone's got their own movie going on in their head and and um, maybe her perspective was that it was like maybe she didn't get exposed to that extremeness at all she said but she said our life wasn't anything like hers with the Yiddish and that also I didn't relate to her behavior she also said there was a very slow tempo of the movie too many close-ups of her thinking but i I, mm. I
1: I mean, I don't think so. I mean, you seem to breeze through the whole thing. My parents watched it all in one go as well. Um, what did they say? Oh, they, yeah, they really, they thought it was really good. Um, mm-hmm. My dad, my dad did kind of see the point, I guess, of the populating of the Holocaust, like just trying to understand where they were coming from. Okay. Um, He mentioned, you know, that that Yael character in, how strong she was, but she was really helping her out. But they, we didn't get, we didn't get into it in a heavy way. Um, but they, yeah. they enjoyed it. Yeah, they, they liked it. Do you think
0: there'll be a season two?
1: Mm, I don't think so. I mean, it's basically, it's loosely based on um, this lady's life, who actually made the. I think she wrote a book first. Um, I don't. I want to read it. I think what happened with the lady with her story is she did escape to Berlin, but I think she moved out of the community and then divorced and so it's loosely oh. based on her life.
0: Here's another thing, which mm-hmm. like even though it ends, we won't tell everyone how it ends, but let's just say that in Jewish religion, like especially religious, because the relig- the religious Jews have their own legal system, the woman can't if request a divorce, the man has to give it to her she can only divorce him and he can only divorce her if he allows it it's called a get if she, if he if he doesn't give her a get he can keep stay married to her for as long as he chooses it's very um it's very sided to the man like even moishi the character moishi who clearly has a gambling and drinking and oh, whole problem everyone, right. <laughs> was it was able to come back into the community and be accepted but he's been obviously he's been used and he's tortured and so forth but as in a tortured soul but um you know it's easier for him to just kind of come back and sort of you know
1: yeah and then and also you know felt for the mum that was you know basically her daughter was stripped away from her and you know, yeah, the daughter yeah. had no idea, you know, had a different perspective
0: of everything because of what she was mm. made to believe. Um, I like how they even captured how, you know, how religious men can't even, like, shake your hand or look at you in the face. No, when To another nothing. woman, like, yeah. very, you know, like, I love how they, they captured those little details. I know it's just a show, but I can imagine that things, uh, marital relations would have gone really badly for a lot of women um that's, from what we saw sure. sure.
1: because you're not even allowed to be intimate you can't before experience any pleasure before. but yeah that's that's what's so weird you can't even have anything before like there's no intimacy
0: correct like you're supposed yeah. to you just figure to it with... out
1: after you're married um, <laughs> yeah which like I said I'm sure back in the day that's what they did but like we're now in a modern day and things are changing but they try to keep things the same and it has been a good gosh how long has it been 20 years since we've been at school not not exactly yeah. but almost so maybe things have changed within that religion but I don't I don't know because we you know ventured off into our own world
0: and I guarantee that there are some couples out there that are meeting in secret before they get married now yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm sure. Um and I it's just I think it was definitely I I'm interested in I would love to speak to someone not just my husband that's watching it that had no idea of this going on but it was like oh yeah I've always seen the black the guys in the black hats and and like watching this and I would love to hear their opinion on all of this.
0: Yeah, send um, us an email if you like. If you're listening, we'll be happy to get any like feedback and and opinions. Like Beck said, on if you've watched this, like tell us what you think. If you if you um didn't grow up at all in that community, or if you did grow up in a religious community yourself, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at can we say it at gmail.com. Yes, please. I'd and love. Yeah, we. It's to such an interesting it. topic for us. We we have been exposed to it so much, and we we grew up with it and then, you know, we left it in in a in a heap, really, I would say, from my perspective. Yeah, it's like yeah, us and were dang,
1: our, our toes were in it, but, like, we were, you know, we were kind of half in, half out. Oh, we I reckon, I we reckon, I'd say knee, knee deep. Knee, knee deep. deep. Knee deep, but luckily <laughs> we both, like we said, we came from families that were not about that.
0: Um, correct very much very much not actually my mom and dad when i was born for the first year of my life um they were they they went they tried they gave ultra orthodox a try but it only lasted a year my mom did the whole mikvah thing she said it was interesting right she said it added an element of interest to the marriage but like otherwise yeah they didn't they didn't keep it up it was like too much
1: Right, I'm sure. I'm sure it's too much for a lot of people, especially after you've watched that. It's like wow. Um it, it it was it was a lot. I think at the end of the day, the story here, it it's it's I think people can relate to it whether they have come from, you know, that kind of religion or any religion or just it, it feeling trapped and wanting to be free and see things mm. and experience things and be happy.
0: I think it's about freedom and your own life. Freedom, yeah. And the fact that my favorite part is when she picked up when she saw the red lipstick that she tried on the yes. first It was called Epiphany. Yeah, I thought that was amazing. It was like totally that's your moment of epi- your epiphany moment.
1: And I think it was yeah that I loved that moment. That was such a great scene. And I think it's just, I think you know, everyone should get to experience life and. And be free and make choices for their own, not, not from what other people are choosing for you. At the end of the 100%. day, I think if you can take that from from there, then then great. But yeah, I think just because it was it was touching so deeply on the religion that we grew up in is why it really affected us watching this.
0: Yeah, I would. I'd agree with that
1: but yes please like share um comment we'd love to hear your opinions um on this episode and on all our other other episodes as well um, yeah drop us a line and we
0: need some we need some comments and feedback so we'd love to hear from you keep me
1: see